Good morning, everybody. Today's daf is getting daf chaf ches. We are holding on the last line of the page of daf chaf zayin amid beis mitzo kasher bekis parniki ubit habaas. Today's year is sponsored by Dr. David Landerer, in honor of his wife and children, and Lila Nishmas's mother, Golda Basimcha Shalom. It's also sponsored by Rabbi and Mrs. Yisrael Moshe Sif and family, and by Dr. and Mrs. Andy Pomerantz, in honor of the engagement of their children, Chaim Tov Yosef and Rina Bracha Pomerantz. What a beautiful Simcha. We wish a Mazatov to uh, the Sif and Pomerantz families. It is also sponsored in honor of the wedding last night of Avigail and Jonathan Burak by John. Jonathan's grandparents, Mazel Tov, and we should share in many Simchas Bezos Hashem. Uh, we thank all of the sponsors for the sponsorship. So first thing we're going to discuss is uh, we're going to talk about uh, the, uh, we discussed yesterday, six different shitos as to what it means that, uh, that what, when we refer to something as li alter, we said that if somebody lost a get and then he finds a get, so you could only assume it's the same get if he found it li alter. So we had six different shitos as far as what is li alter. So the Gemara is going to try to come to a halachic conclusion as far as those shitos are concerned. Then the Mishnah on Amad Aleph is going to talk about the assumption that somebody is still alive. Let's say someone sends a get and he was a zakein, he was a chola. A girl is married to a Kohen and she's not with her husband right now and uh, she doesn't know if he's alive or not. Is she allowed to eat truma? Or someone sends a carbon chatas and he's not, not with us. So we don't know if he's alive. You're not allowed to bring a carbon for a dead guy. So at what point do we assume that a person is still alive and the Gemara is going to qualify the, uh, the psak in the, of the Mishnah and it's also going to ask some stiras between the psak in our Mishnah and uh, din when it, comes to, uh, when it comes to truma. When do we assume that someone that was last seen alive is still alive and when do we assume that someone who was last seen alive or have to be at least be choshesh that someone who was last seen alive is no longer alive and that they might be dead and the Gemara compares this to an assumption that a kli is still intact that a, uh, a barrel that held wine is still intact and didn't, uh, and didn't fall apart and didn't break that we compare the breaking of a kli to a death then the Gemara is going to discuss why the Mishnah needs to give three different examples of a cheskas chai. What do we learn from each of the examples that we would not have learned from the other? Then the Mishnah on Amud Beis is going to talk about when we don't assume a cheskas chai. When do we assume that a person probably is so likely to have died that uh, that you're no longer allowed to assume a cheskas chai? Rav Yosef is going to have a qualification of uh, one of those cases that we make an assumption that a person is dead and the Gemara is going to question Rav Yosef's qualification. So let's begin. Bottom line of the page, on daf, chav zayin amid So we said, mitzo kashur, bekis, ba'arniki, v'taba'as. If you find the get tied in a, uh, in a, in a bag or it's tied in, a, in, in, in some sort of other kli or with some sort of ring and you, uh, and you recognize the object that's holding the get, osh mitzo ben kela, or you find the get in your house among your other kalim. So in all those cases, it's a simon muvak, a filuzman meruba kasher. Then even if you find it way later, it's not lialter, it's still going to be kasher because there's such a clear simon that this is exactly the get that you had lost. So we had said that there is a machlokas tanoim, what's called lialter. So now the Gemara brings a machlokas amoraim, how do we paskin as far as what's called lialter? So itmar of Yudam Shmuel, Halacha shalom shaha adam sham. 
the Allah of, uh, of how we pass in what's called the altar is that it's a place that the Shleach passed with the get is uh, where no one else was uh, was standing around. Rabbi Rabbechana Amar Rav Yitzchak Bar Shmuel Halacha Shalom Avar Adam Sham that no one else even passed by there. Not that no one else stayed there and waited for a while, but that no one else even passed by the area where the Shleach was. There was someone that was watching the whole time. They saw that uh, since the Shleach had left that area after dropping the get, no one else had walked by, and therefore there's no reason to be choshesh that somebody else had also dropped a get. So now the Gemara asks, why does each one say? the shear of what Lealtar is, once we have on record six shitos in Tanaim, so the normal way to paskin is to say, I paskin like this Tana, I paskin like that Tana. Why would you repeat what the shear is? It makes it sound like it's their own opinion. Lemamar halacha kamar. Shouldn't Rav Yudah be saying that I paskin like the Yesh Omrim that, 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 that said the same thing, that said Shalosha Adam Sham. Um, the, and uh, and and Umar halacha kamar and shouldn't Rabbi Barbachana be saying that I paskin like Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar because uh, Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar was the one that said shalom avar adam sham? Why would they make up their? Why would they say it as if they're making it up on their own? Mishum da'afchiluhu. So the Gemara answers because there are some tanaim that are gorious in the brisa the opposite that Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar says the shear of shalom sha adam sham and that Yeshomrim says shalom avar adam sham. So so if each one were to just to identify a Tana by name, we might think that it's the opposite Shita. So that's why they wanted to specify exactly what they really held. Now the Mishnah had said If you find the get in a Chafisa or a Duluskma, it's kosher. Says my Chafisa. What is a Chafisa? It's a small jug. My Duluskma. What is a Duluskma? It's a bag that uh, the old, older people People would carry around to keep their stuff in. They would carry around their objects, carrying around some type of bag, and apparently it was only stylish for older people to carry around such a bag. Younger people didn't carry around uh, such bags. Okay, so now we move on to the next Mishnah, and we're going to discuss someone who sends a get me Medina Siyam. You don't have to be choshesh that maybe as soon as you you uh, you went on the road, the, the husband who sent the get is uh, is dead. You could assume he's becheskas chai, and therefore the shliach can can uh, see through his mission, uh, and you don't you don't have to worry that you're giving a get la misa. So says the Mishnah, how maybe get the nicho zaken ochola that if a person is bringing a get from Medina Siyam and he last saw the husband and the husband was old or ill, so he doesn't have to worry that the husband is dead and therefore the shlichus is batel uh, and the mishalech is no longer able to be megarish. No sin la becheskas Rather, you can give it to the, to the wife. that the baal is still kayim because he had a cheskas chai and you work with that cheskas chai. We assume that uh, that he's still alive. Now the pashtus of Hashem, he said zakein ochole. So the pashtus of Hashem is mashma that one or the other. But if he was a zakein and a chola, then I don't know that he's going to have a cheskas chai. I mean, if he had both, he was old and also he was ill. So I don't know that you're going to necessarily have a cheskas chai, especially since sometimes uh, the you could say zakein v'chola and not zakein ochola. And it has both implications, right? Zakin v'chola can mean zakin and chola, and it can also mean zakin or chola. So that would have been the better way to express it if he has a cheskas chai, even if he's both. 
by using the word oh, it really implies that it's only one or the uh, or the other. The Amshel Shlomo writes that no, who adin if he's a zakein and the chola. Why does it say oh chola? It's because of the diuk that Rabbah's going to make in the Gemara that it's dafka if you left him as a uh, chola that you're able to give it becheskas shukayim. But if he's a goseis, then you can't give it becheskas shukayim. So the Tan is telling us that a goseis, even if he's not a zakein, you can't give it becheskas shukayim. Meaning the diuk is a stronger diuk if we look at these as two independent cases. Because we're going to say, not every zakin can you assume he's still alive, and not every chola can you assume they're still alive. And in those cases where you can't assume they're alive, it's a chiddush to say that even though he's only a zakin and not a chola, even though he's only a chola and not a zakin, you're not allowed to assume that they're uh, still alive. Shulta Gibarim of your quotes from the Riaz, that it's only that when we say that a chola, a chola has a cheskas chai, and you could assume that he's alive, that's only if he's a chola bidei shamayim, that he's someone who just became ill of natural causes. But if someone was beaten up, if someone was a cholibite adam, and uh, he's, uh, he's, he's badly injured and he's a trefa, then you don't assume that he's a cheskas chai. In the Tshuvas Yehuda Yale, in Yerodea Simen Tezvav, he says, no, even if he's a cholimasukan, we, we, we assume becheskas chai, because rov cholim la'ar l'chaim. It's only a goseis that the Gemara is going to say that rov goes in lemisa, and that's the operative thing over here is that we're relying on a uh, on, on on a rove. Um, the uh, meaning whenever you're not is, is that 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 uh, yeah that we're relying on a uh, rove over here. So he's becheskas shahu kayim because uh, we're mamid him becheskas becheskas chai. Now uh, the way Rashi understands what does it mean we're mamid becheskas chai that uh, the Gemara in Chulin Tafyur Darshan's from Sukim that if you're not sure if, what some, the status of something is if it, if it is the way it was or it went through some sort of change we're mamid bechazaka of the way it was beforehand before any suffix happened what, what was the last thing we knew so we assume the last, uh, the last way we saw it is the way it still is Pnei Yeshua says no there's no din chazaka over here like we were just saying a moment ago the operative uh, uh, principle over here is not chazaka. The operative principle over here is rov. Cheskas chayim is a lousy chazaka. That's a chazaka asuyu lishtanos. Everybody dies, right? There's nobody that's live, that lives forever. So uh, with very few exceptions, right? So uh, so obviously it's a, it's a worse kind of chazaka to say that there's a cheskas chayim. He says, no, but it's a rove. The rove is that rove, uh, that, that, that rove cholim are l'chaim, even though rove ghosts in lemisa. And that's what, uh, what we're assuming over here, that it's a din in rove and not a din in chazaka. So anyway, so that's one halacha in the Mishnah. You're a shliach to be, maybe you get. Last time you saw the husband, he was a zakin or a cholim. Don't worry, just give the get. Case number two, Basi Sol and Nesua LeKohen. You have a, a, a girl who's a Basi Sol that's married to a Kohen, so so long as she's married, she's allowed to eat Truma. She doesn't have any children. As soon, if, if she doesn't have any children with him, then if they're not married, she's not going to be allowed to eat Truma anymore. And the husband went to Medina Siyam, and you don't know if the husband's alive or dead. If he's dead, she's not allowed to eat Truma, because again, we're assuming that it's, we're talking about a case where she doesn't have any children from him. She did have children from him, she is allowed to eat truma from from him after uh, he dies or they get divorced. So uh, so uh, she's if if he's dead, she's not allowed to eat truma in our case. You don't have to worry that maybe he's dead. Ochelus petruma. 
She can continue to eat truma with the chazaka that he's still alive. Yam Shoshlomo points out that in this din also we're talking about that he left him as a zakin or a chola, and you still assume b'cheska shuchayim. The Mishnah doesn't say it over here. It said by a maybe get, we said v'yinichol zakin or chola. So you could assume he's still alive. Over here it just said, b'shalom sulukoyin, and he went, l'medinus yam. It didn't say, and you last saw him as a zakin or chola, so it might give you the impression, oh, but that's only because she last saw him healthy. But maybe in this case, if she last saw him as Zakin Rechola, that you cannot rely on a Cheskas Chaim, that it's only with Lagabi get we rely on a Cheskas Chaim. So the Amish Shalom says, no, don't read it that way. The, 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 the idea that even if you last saw him as a Zakin Rechola, you could assume he's alive, is true of this case and the third case that we're going to have soon in the Mishnah as well. In Cheshek Shlomo, uh, he writes that the reason that only in the first thing we say, is because it's coming to be Mamayit the diuk that Rav is going to make in the Gemara, that only a zakin shloi gilagvuros, a chola that's not a goseis, only then do we have a cheskas chai. And there, and, whereas if the, he's very old or very sick, then you don't have a cheskas chai. That's only true in the first din of the Mishnah. In the second and third din of the Mishnah, even if he's very old and very sick, he has a cheskas chai. Because it's only mishum chumra de ishas ish that we have that chumra that when they're very old and very sick, when it's a higil gvuros, when it's a when it's a goseis, that you assume that they're de- that they're dead. But by these dinim, even if they're higil gvuros or they're goseis, you assume that they're becheskas chai. That's uh, what Cheshik Shlomo points out. Why the Mishnah doesn't say zakin or chola in cases number two and three? What is case number three? So says the Mishnah. A person sends a carbon chatas from Medina Sayyam, even though uh, you can't be makriv a uh, carbon for a guy who's dead, only if he's still alive. You don't have to worry that the guy is dead, the, 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 uh, and that it's a chatas shemesu Rather, makriv You could be makriv the carbon with the chazaka that he's still alive. Good, so those are the three cases. Bringing a get, a basisrol, continuing to eat truma with the assumption that her Kohen husband is alive, and someone who, who sends a carbon chatas and being makrov the carbon with the assumption that the fellow was still alive. So Amar Rava, Rava comments, Lo shanu This assumption that we have in our Mishnah that the guy is still alive, if he, even though he was old, is only if he's old, but he's not yet Igil Gvuros. He's not yet very old. Once he's ready, Igil Gvuros, Gvuros is, uh, is 80 years old. That's the assumption. That's what the Pasuk tells us in Tehillim. Yemeshno seinu vahem shivim shana, that a uh, lifespan is 70 years. Vim begvuros shmonim shana. But begvuros, it's 80 years. So uh, zakein is defined as 60 years old. Ben Shishim Lezikna Ben Shivim Leseva. So whenever we use Zakin as a term of, uh, of age, that means uh, a 60-year-old. When uh, when the Pasuk, when it says, Mepre Seva Takum, Vadarta Pnei Zakin, is not referring to Zakin as a function of age, that's referring to Zakin as a, as a function of Tamil Chachma. That's what the Gemara Kedushin says, Zakin means Zeshakana But Zakin sometimes means an older person. In that Pasuk, Seva means an older person. The Nafkamina is, how old of a person do you have a chiyuv to stand up for. Let's say the person is not a Tamil Chacham. So what age of a person do you have to stand up for? So if uh, if, if takum means that the, only when he's a gil the seva, so 
Seva is age 70, whereas if it's a Gil Zikna, then Zikna is age 60. But we know that uh, Zakin in that Pasuk means a Tamil Chacham. You only have to stand up for a person who's a Gil Seva, who's age 70. But over here, we're saying that uh, when our Mishnah says that he left him as a Zakin, it means that someone who's 60 years old is a Zakin. That's the term that we use for a, uh, for a, for a 60-year-old. Last summer, we asked uh, Rabbi Saul Reisman if there's any halacha that, uh, that people should be makbid about, and anybody would be makbid about if they would just think about it, but they just don't realize it. And it would be like a very easy thing to be makbid about. Like, what would he suggest would be something that just people don't think about enough, and if they would think about it, they would be makbid about it. He said that when you're at a wedding and grandparents walk down the aisle, that you have a mitzvah midar to stand up for them, because uh, almost every Every time when grandparents of the Chassan and Kala are walking down, they're 70 years old, at least, right? So, uh, yeah, okay, sometimes, I guess, you could have a grandparent that's under 70. But the general assumption is that they're 70 years old. He said, I almost feel like it's like Lifnaiver for the grandparents to walk down the aisle because people don't know that they have to stand. I don't know, most of the weddings I go to, I think people do stand for the, uh, for the grandparents, which is, uh, which is proper. Someone uh, was sitting at a wedding recently and someone said to me, when did this Narishkeit start? I'm like, I don't know, with Matan Torah? <laughs> in the Torah. So uh, anyway, so uh, so Rava says that this idea of a zakein is only uh, that you could assume he's alive is only when he's not a gil But if he's already eighty years old, he's ready gil Then you can't assume that he's still alive. The chola, and also when we said that you could assume a chola is still alive, that's because sharov cholim l'chayim. Most cholim are uh, gonna are gonna still live. Aval, a zakin gvuros, but if you have a zakin that's already gvuros, or a goseis, sharov ghosts in the misa, a chola that's not just sick, but he's a goseis, where the assumption is rov ghosts in the misa, then lo, then you can't give the get, but cheskas, that they're, uh, that they're still alive. Uh, so it's, the Tulsus points out that it's only because uh, rov ghosts in the misa were choshes that maybe he already died. But if you know that he's still a goseis, then you could give the get, meaning it's not that a goseis can't give a get. That, that, that's what Tulsa Masechus Kiddushin points out in Ayin Chesem Beis. It's not that a Gosis can't give a get. A Gosis can give a get. It's just that when you last saw a person as a Gosis, you can't assume he's still a Gosis. Now you have to assume that maybe he's a mace. However, the Rashba on Daf Ayin Beis here in Masechus Gitten quotes a Shita in Rishonim that disagrees and that holds that a Gosis simply cannot be Megarish. And the Gemara over here means to say that since Rov Gosim Lamisa, even if you get, receive a get from a Gosis, from a person before he becomes a Gosis, and by the time you're ready to deliver it, he is a Gosis, you're still not allowed to live, give the get because uh, Gosis is not Becheskas that he's going to get any better and therefore he's still a Gosis, he's either a Gosis or he's dead and you can't be Megarish in either of those uh, of those situations, which is quite a chiddush. Why would a Gosis not be allowed to uh, not be able to get divorced? But that's how this shita quoted by the Rashba assumes. But the Pashtus is, like Tulsa says, that as long as he's a Gosis, there would be no problem with him himself giving the get. The problem is, for how long can you assume that the fellow is actually a Gosis? Another important point over here, Tulsa's Masechus Yuma on Daphnun Heim Beis, points out that it's Dafka Lagabe Get that Ruchoshesh because of the Chomer of the Yisraveshus Ish, but by other dinim that we have in the Mishnah, Abbas Yisrael that's married to a Kohen, someone who's Sholeh Chatasso, even if he's Zigil Ligvuros, we assume that he's Becheskas Chai. 
that it's dafka that, that by a get that we that we make this deal that if he's eighty or he's a ghost says then no way that it can't happen then you have to assume that he's dead but when it comes to the other din eating truma when it comes to uh, what was the other din of uh, of sholeh chataso of bringing common chatas where it's less serious than a matter of ishus then even if he's 80 years old, you could assume he's still alive. Even if he's a gosais, you could assume he's still alive. Ask Shrubi Kiveger, uh, over here, it's not a chashash eshes ish. Over here, what is it? Meaning, if, if, the, if the guy's dead, she's not married to him anymore. So if he, had a, he doesn't have any brothers or he has children, so she's mamish mutaris l'shuk. So what's the whole chashash? It's yivam l'shuk. It's that maybe that, that if the guy has a brother and doesn't have children and this get is not chal and he's dead, then, uh, then she's a Yivam L'shuk. Yivam L'shuk is a low sasa. Yivam L'shuk is not a chiv misa. It's not, it's not the same as Eishasish. It's, it's a regular lav. So says Rabbi Kivager, what you see from Tosfos is that it's not a regular lav. It's a lav, but it's a very severe kind of lav. So uh, you see that it's a love that touches on Ishus, and therefore it's a love chamor because it's no gale, the dover sheba erva, even though it just happens to be uh, only a love, but it's a very severe form of love. That's Rikivegus Ha'ara from that comment of Tosos. So now ask, asks the Gemara, Eisve Abai, Abai challenges Rav, it says in the Braisa, I maybe get the Nichozake, and Afilu ben Meyashan, and also Lebechaskukayim. You, Rav, are telling me that if he's a Higil, the Gvuros, then you have to assume he's dead. We have a Braisa. It says if you last saw him and he was a hundred years old, you could assume he's still alive. So Tiyufta, so that's taka a major kasha on uh, on Rava's uh, on Rava's diuk. It's at least a kasha on Rava's diuk klape the zakein, right? Is it really a kasha on the other one klape the chola? The difference between a chola and a goseis Rava's diuk might might still stand. It's interesting. The Karban quotes a Ravon that even if you leave him after his igilu gvuros va'afilu goseis, you could be given becheskes that the Ravan thinks that once we're slugging up one half of Rav's sentence, we have, we're slugging up both halves of Rav's sentence. I mean, we're saying whatever diuk you're making is just a bad diuk. And uh, the word zakin includes no matter how old. And the word chola includes no matter how sick. So even though the direct attack is only on the zakin part, but uh, that it's really a rejection of both halves of, uh, of, of Rava's statements. That's Abayi's challenge, and therefore Abayi says, I disagree with Rava. Or maybe we could answer for Rava, given the ifli giflig, that maybe when a person is already 100 years old, a person is so old, then we assume that he's defying all odds. And if he's the kind of person that defies all odds, so then you could assume that he's still alive. But if he's only 80 years old, we don't call that defying all odds. That's just higir legvuros. So then you have to assume that maybe he's dead, which is counterintuitive, right? I mean, the older a person gets, the closer he is. You know, the closer he is to dying than he was to being born, because eventually everybody dies. But that's the uh, the svara. So Rami le Abayi le Rabba Abayi challenges Rabba Tanan. We have in the or Abayi uh, asks Astira to Rabba Tanan. It says in our Mishnah maybe get the Nichuzakin Achola. No, so the Bechaskushu Kayam that Azakin Achola. You last saw the husband Azakin Achola. You could still assume he's alive. Or a Minu, but I'll ask you Astira from a Brisa where it talks about a Basi Saul who's married to a Kohen and doesn't have any children and she's nervous that maybe he's dead and she's gonna and, and, and I'm sorry he's nervous that maybe if he dies his wife is going to require chalitza so while he's healthy he gives her a get and he says that this should be a good get one hour before I die right away she's not allowed to eat truma 
Why? Because you have to be choshesh that at any moment he could die. So maybe she's already a grusha and she's not allowed to eat truma because he might die in a half hour from now and it turns out she's already a grusha right now. So don't you see from there that we're choshesh shema yamus? Uh, so why in our Mishnah when you left him as a zakin or a chola are we not choshesh that maybe he died? So I'm lay. So uh, Rabbi said back to Abayi, truma gitin karamis. You're asking a steer between truma and gitin. Truma, efshar. By truma, there's another option. Eat food that's not truma. Eat other food. But get low efshar. By get there, you can't be machmir. Because if uh, you're going to be choshesh that the guy is dead, then the, there never will be a get for his wife, Bimedina Siyam, and all the women, Bimedina Siyam, are going to remain agunos. Now, that's a strange answer to give. Because we're asking a steer between truma and our Mishnah, where we assume she's alive. Our Mishnah wasn't only about a get. Our Mishnah had three cases. There was a case of the get, there was a case of Korban Chattas, and there was a case of Truma. So clearly what distinguishes between the Brisa and our Mishnah is not that the Brisa is about Truma and our Mishnah is about get. Our Mishnah was about three cases, including Truma. So uh, the uh, Tosas points out, yeah, but that's the Derech of Shas. That if you're only going to ask a stira between truma and uh, and and get, so then uh, then uh, be, and the case of get in our mishnah, so we'll answer about the case of get in our mishnah with a logical distinction, and we're going to force you to ask a better question. Meaning, we're going to force the questioner to say, okay, let me let me phrase it differently. The mishnah also spoke about truma, and never, so meaning we're just playing it out because uh, a lot of times that's the derech of shas to answer the question as posed to them. So says more of Rami. Truma, Truma. Why don't I ask a stira between Truma and uh, Truma? You have verbatim do that a lot of times. They, they want you to formulate the question a little bit better. Last night I was driving after uh, my son's graduation, I was driving to uh, Hassan and Passaic. So I was listening to my shear from last cycle because I knew that I wouldn't have time to prepare this morning. So, uh, so I, I gave an example where of, uh, someone asked Ravar Lichtenstein uh, once, why doesn't he have a beard? And he said, because I shave every day. So uh, meaning like, if, if you have a question, like, ask it better. Meaning, why did you choose to, uh, okay. So anyway, so, uh, truma truma. so you can ask a stira in uh, truma itself. And it says, that it says in our Mishnah that you could assume that the husband's still alive, uh, but we have a stira now to this b'risa, that she's right away not allowed to eat truma because you assume that he's dead. So now we have a stira within truma. No, we can assume he's becheskes chayin that he didn't die. Shiny hasam. The case in the brisa is different, where you assume that he might be dead. Share asara love shachas koda misaso because she's going to be asura to eat truma ashachas before he dies. So she becomes asura to eat truma before he dies. So the isur to eat truma is not a stira to the cheskes chayim. It's only when the isur to eat truma contradicts the Cheskes Chaim, that the Cheskes Chaim is going to win. But when she's not eating truma in the Brisa, she's assuming he's still alive. It's just that he might die within the hour, but he could still be alive, so it's not a steer on the Cheskes Chaim. Maschar of Papa, of Papa says, wait a second, even if he gives a get to Bichal, Sha'ach has called Saso, the fact that she uh, is Asura B'Truma is because of the Cheshash that he's going to die. But how do I know that he's going to die first and she'll ever have an Isra of Achilles Truma? 
Truma. Dilma Ihi Maisabresha. Maybe she'll die first, and as so long as she lives, she will never have an Isser of Achilles Truma. So it must be the reason that she's not allowed to eat is because Ruchoshesh, Shema Yomus Baila, before her, that maybe the husband will die before her. So we see we're not Ma'amid Becheskas Chai, Ruchoshesh Lemisa. So therefore the Gemara rejects the Teretz of Rav Adabrei, Rav Yitzchak, and gives a different Teretz. That which we have a stira between our Mishnah, where she's allowed to eat Truma, and the Brisa, where she's not allowed to eat Truma, because of the get of Shalachas called the Misasi, Lokasha. Harabi Meir, the Brisa is following Rameir, the Lochayish Lemisa, who's not Choshish for Shem Yamos, Harabi Yehuda, and the Mishnah follows Rabbi Yehuda, the Chayish Lemisa, we are Choshish for Shem Yamos, or the opposite, rather, that uh, we're in our Mishnah, we're not Choshish that the person's going to die, but in the Brisa, we're Choshish that the person's going to die. Did where do we find that they, that these Tanoim hold this way? Halokeh, we a, bright, a mission that we're familiar with. We just had the other day. Halokeh, if you buy wine from Kutim, who are Geri Emes, so the Karka that's under their ownership has Kedusha Saritz Yisrael and has Chiyuvim and Shumas Amaisos, Problem is, they're not careful about Trumas Amaisos. Uh, certainly, they're not careful about Trumas Amaisos for stuff that they give to you, only for stuff that they keep for themselves. And you want to drink the wine and it's either coming up on Shabbos or you don't have a tar kli to put the wine into so is there anything you could do verbally to make this wine uh, viable so you can say the two look that I will eventually one day be maf be mafresh has the status of Truma Gedola Ten additional lugans should be meiser rishon. Tisha meiser sheni. Nine lugans should be meiser sheni. And then the mechol v'shosa. Then you can be mechal the meiser sheni on money that you have in your house. V'shosa miyad, and you're able to drink it, uh, to drink it right away. You just have to be careful uh, not to drink so much that you don't leave those uh, quantities that you have just designated for truma and meiser rishon. That has to still be left in the barrel. Divrei Rabbi Meir. That's Rabbi Meir shita. Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Shimon Ostrom. They do not allow doing that. What's the machlokas? That according to Rameir, we don't have to worry that the barrel is going to break and that you're never going to be able to fulfill the Tanayan, that you will have uh, turned out to have drunk Tevel. But according to Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Shimon, they're not comfortable with this because they think the barrel is going to break and then you'll never be able to fulfill this Tanayan and it will turn out that you drank Tevel. So over here in the Mishnah and the Bryce, we have the same Machlokas. Do you have to worry that the husband is going to die? According to the Tan of our Mishnah, you don't have to worry the husband is going to die and therefore you can give her the get whereas the Tan of the Bryce is Choshesh that he's going to die and therefore you're not allowed to eat the Truma because he might die within the hour So uh, and she's already a Grusha at, at this point uh, so when she wants to eat the Truma so the Gemara gives now another answer to be Miyashi the Stira between the Mishnah and the Brisa Rava Amar Shema Meislo Cheshinon Shema Yomos Cheshinon that they're different Cheshashos that the, we're not Choshesh that maybe someone is already dead but we're Choshesh that someone will die and that, those are different Cheshashos meaning every Everyone has a chazaka that they are alive. No one has a chazaka that they will always live. So as long as it's about what is right now, then there's no uh, concern that the person's dead. But if it's about what will be, then uh, there is a concern. So in our Mishnah, where as long as he's still alive right now, she's allowed to eat truma. So we're mamid b'chaz and she can continue to eat truma. But in the Brisa, where the Yisra of Achilles truma 
kicks in that he will die in the future. This chiluk between Shem Meis and Shem Yamus is the basis of the Nadvi Yehuda's Shita when it comes to Vestos. The din of Vestos is Machlok Trishonim, where the Vestos are Dal Reis or Darabadan. The concern that when a woman gets to the point of time where she normally would see Dam, that she has seen Dam, or that she is becoming Tameh, is that a Chashash Midar Reis or Midarabadan? Nadvi says it depends. There are two din- one din is a chiv to be mafresh meishto samach levesta that during the period of the veset you have to be cautious and you're not allowed to be bowel one is not allowed to tashmish with their wives that's one din of veset another din of veset that is if the veset has come and gone she's asura because you have to assume she became a need already you have to assume that it already happened and therefore she's asura until you do, do a bedika and verify that she hadn't become a nida so he said one is shema meis one is shema yamus so he says, uh, on a Daraisa level, you don't have to be concerned something will happen. So mid Daraisa, the Chi of Prisha Samach is that maybe she will be a Nida as we're having Tashmish. That's uh, Dindar because that's what will happen. On, on, uh, but when the Vesit came and gone, and uh, that she's Asura until you do Bedika, that's a Din on a Daraisa, that's Shema, Shema Meis. That's something that you are concerned about because it's uh, past tense. So, uh, so that's that's uh, the, the, or the other way around. Did I say that backwards? So that's, uh, yeah, so meaning we, we, everybody is eventually going to die. Every woman is eventually going to become a nida. So the fact that she will become a nida, right, that's the daraisa. That she has already become a nida, that's only midra uh, banan. That's how uh, the Nadavida understands it. So ask the Gemara, Mleiravadabar Masan Rava, why do you assume that everyone assumes that she has to be chosh shami yamus, vahanod, dikshami yamus, hu pligi, but in the case of look, where you bought the, the node of yayin from the kutim, that according to Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Shimon, you're not allowed to drink from it before you mafresh shumas and maisos, before you physically are mafresh shumas and maisos, because you're concerned about shemi yibaka anod, and that's a shemi yamos, because that's what will happen in the future, that we're afraid that the barrel's going to break, and you do have this machlok, as from Meir holds, shemi yibaka anod, um, holds that we're not choshesh, shemi yibaka anod, so shemi yamos, he's also not going to be choshesh, and uh, so by nosin get, that's chal shah, so he should hold that she's allowed to eat truma. So I'm reviewing me descarta shiny node that should the muscle of the shomer. No, a node is different than uh, than a person dying because everybody eventually dies. Not every barrel eventually breaks. You can just I mean not, uh, that's not the chiluk is that a, a you can prevent a barrel from breaking. You can't prevent a person from dying. So you could have someone be shomer the person and take care of them, make sure they're comfortable, make sure they're happy. But you know, there's no, nothing you could do to prevent them from dying. Um, but uh, there's something you could do to prevent the barrel from breaking. Maskar of Masharshia, Arvich Arvatzarch, there's nothing you can really do to 100% prevent the barrel from breaking either, because even if you appoint a Shomer, a Shomerim are human, and uh, sometimes they pay attention and sometimes they don't pay attention. Now, the Achronim are bothered by the Kasha. Why don't we just ask the, 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 the why don't we just point out the other difference between barrels and, uh, and people is that everybody eventually dies. Barrels don't all eventually break. Okay, but that's a separate question. Ella Amaravas Ravas says that the Chilik is not like we said originally, that according to everybody, Ruchoshe Shema Yamus, but Shema Meis, Locheshinan, Shema Yamus, Tanoihi, that we're not Choshish for Shema Meis, Shema Yamus, that someone will die, Enochinami, that's the Machlokas Tanoim, about Lokeach Yayin, Mi Beinakutim, so it's not an absolute. Hashleach Chatosim, Medinas Yam, we then said in the Mishnah that if you send the Chatos, Medinas Yam, you can assume that the owner is still alive. But, but, but 
Avina Smicha. Don't you need Smicha's Bailam and the carbons? How could you uh, how could you bring it without him here? So Ravios said, but carbon Nashim. The assumption is that it's a carbon Nashim, and Nashim don't do Smicha, and therefore you could bring the uh, the the carbon. I but it says Shalech Hataso. So uh, that's that's uh, masculine. Okay, so uh, you have to assume that uh, that speaking more generically, but it's only really true of a carbon Nashim. Rav Papa Amar bechatas haof. We're talking about a chatas haof. A chatas haof doesn't need smicha. You don't do smicha on a bird. It would die right there if you did uh, you kol kochel on a, on a bird. So we don't do smicha on a bird. Now we had three cases in our Mishnah um, of uh, assuming that the guy is still alive. We had the case of get. We had the case of truma, and we had the case of chatas. Why do I need all three cases? Utsricha. Diash mean get. If the Tana would have only told me by shliach to bring a get mimadina siyam that we assume the husband is still alive, I would not have known by the other dinim that he's also bechaskas I would say mishum to lo afshar because by a get there's uh, the, you, you can't be choshesh that he's dead because then no one would ever be able to send a get to his wife and all these women will be agunos so as long as the husband is not physically present with his wife they'll never be able to get divorced avol truma to afshar but by truma where there's other food to eat a malo I would assume that you don't assume bechaskas chay why take a risk when it comes to nisravichus uh, truma biyashmin truma and if it only would have told me you could assume the husband's alive when it comes to truma I would not have known by that you can bring the because there's makam to say that even though we're makel by truma to assume he's still alive because by truma sometimes you have someone who's very poor and the only food available to them is truma so there there, there are situations where it's low afshar I would think that it's not worth the risk of to assume the guy's alive so that's why the Mishnah has to tell me all three examples that in all three cases we're not choshish the guy is, da- is dead we're mamid bechaskas chai new Mishnah now that the Chacham were very pleased with what Rabbi Lazar ben Prata said in three instances number one that Goyim laid siege to a city number two or a boat was uh, was uh, capsizing at sea and number three valiyotzi lidon someone who's being taken out to be executed in all those cases shehein becheskas kayamin that you could assume that they're becheskas kayim that they're still alive aval ir shekvasha karkum but after it's already been conquered the city usvina of the bayam or a boat has been lost at sea vayotzi laharig or someone has been taken out after the gemar din lamisa it wasn't just that he was being taken out to be judged initially about a din in a fashos matter but there was already a gemar din that they paskind on him that he's uh, that he's chayv misa and we just don't know if he's dead or not. Then you have to be choshesh that maybe he's dead. We give him the chumras of someone who's alive and the chumras of someone who's dead. Meaning, bas yisrael kohen. If his wife was bas yisrael and he is a kohen, bas kohen yisrael, or she's a bas kohen and he's a yisrael, where if the husband dies, uh, she would then be allowed to eat truma. So lo talcha truma. She's not allowed to eat truma regardless because we go luchumra in both directions in those cases. Amr of Yosef lo shanu el bezin shal yisrael. This idea. That we give him chumri chayim, and we don't assume that he's vaday meis is only based in shal yisrael. Because even after the gemar din calls man that they didn't kill him, we're still going to be makabel people who who can be melamed zchus on the person. Avul based in shlov dechavim. When it comes to based in shlov dechavim, kibun the gemar leidina lekatala miktal katli lei. Once a person is in death row, he's dying. It's not going to. They're not going to listen to any appeals or anything at that point anymore. Uh, so uh, therefore, you could assume he's good as dead. Amalei abayis. 
lishukta. Beis and shalav also you could reverse it. Just bribe them. I'm a lake. He shakli. I'm a kami duchlem porsi shenima. Lebasan duchlem porsi shenamag lo shakli. No, it's true that they take bribes, but that's only before the chasima of the gemar of the gzardin. Once the chasima of the gzardin happened, they don't take bribes anymore. So it's, he's good as dead. So ask the gemara Vilsi from the mishnah. Meisvei, we have a mishnah mesachas makos that someone who's nigmardin for uh, for to be killed and he runs away and he comes in front of that same Beisdin, we're not so sir as Dino. We kill him al smach the previous psak of Beisdin. So the Mishnah says any Beisdin that two Adim stand in front of them, and they say, We saw this guy had a Gemar Din in this other Beisdin, and we can identify his Adim. So he gets killed through this Beisdin that they were made in front of, and we're not Choshish that maybe after the Gemar Din they found some sort of Zuchus and they pattered him. So you see that it's such a, so not Shchiach that they're going to find the Zuchus for such a person. So we're not Choshish for that. Um, so how come in our Mishnah we're Choshish that maybe they'll find some sort of zechus for the guy and they'll potter him and because of that we're not going to allow his wife to get remarried so he said maybe when a guy ran away so there's a reason he ran away it's because they couldn't find the zechus for him so in that case you don't have to worry that they're going to find the zechus for him but maybe in our case we are worried that they're, that they're going to find the zechus for him and therefore he's not good as dead okay but from tomorrow we'll pick up with Tashima with the next uh, Kasha on Rav Yosef from Ebraisa Yeah, have a good day.